I say sure all the time now. Will will be like, we're starting at 730. I'll be like, sure. Will, is sure obnoxious? No. Is what's wrong with sure? I'd never it's knew. What. So if okay. you said to me, go ahead and tell me, tell me like, oh, Magnolia is a really good movie. Magnolia is a really good movie. Sure. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? It's like, no, but, do but you I don't. See what I'm but I don't. Sounds, is it doesn't sound like he agrees? It does sound agrees. a little sarcastic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, 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 but like in, but in that situation, like I was addressing how sure I am that it's a really good movie. Welcome to the Haven't It Seen It podcast. This is the podcast where we bring people on the show and we get them really drunk and they tell them about a movie that I've never seen before. I'm Alenka Zach. And I'm well, and I'm super excited to be here, Alenka. We're having such a great time tonight. You seeing what I'm doing there? I am not (gasps) pausing. You threw me off so hardcorely. I don't even appreciate it. I actually, you know what? Now that you've done it, I don't like that you didn't pause. Yeah, it, it broke. It broke character. It broke timing. Um, we might as well write this episode off, I think. Well, yeah, Craig wanted to cancel anyways. Oops, did I just say his name? I'm just kidding. Well, no, he didn't. Wait, <laughs> wait, I'm going to say it. <laughs> Today on the show, we have probably honestly, sorry to everybody else that's been on the show, but one of my favorite fucking people in the goddamn world, we have New York City comedian, Mr. Craig Fox. Oh, thank you, Alenka. I, Alenka, I cl- applauded and, and during your intro, <laughs> that was me, I'm sorry. I think it only <laughs> adds to it. What? Those at home didn't hear that? I don't think so. Well, no. You can fix that in post. That was Wait, pretty blatant. That was like I like covered it up. I was like, yeah. oh my god, oh my god. You know, I, because you said that, I'm gonna leave it in. I'm gonna leave I that. In. I deserve it. I deserve yeah, it. No. I sound. I sound like I'm a ninth grader, and a really cool guest came to speak to me at the assembly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly Not what I was thinking. About, like, like, like trick yo-yos. <laughs> Did you get that shit at your school? Oh yeah, all the time. No, just random. I no, remember one time this like band came in and I was so psyched for them. They were so good. And then I bought a CD and then I looked on the back and it was dedicated to Jesus Christ and it was a Christian band. And I was like, I don't know. I, don't, I think I need to drop this CD right now. I don't know. I think they <laughs> have some poor one, morals. There was one Christian rock group I used to listen to when I was like a little, little kid. I went to Christian school. Oh. Ooh, yeah, yeah. For three years. Oh shit, you guys. Is that like a oh, or is that a like kid, a, a kid pulled a knife at me on me at the Christian school? Oh, I'm not kidding. But it was, so it like was a definitely a better knife, like... education than what you would have gotten in the public well, school system. It was a better education, but they got they got all the problem kids because they they were kids who like got kicked out of public school and then they went to Christian school. So that the kid who pulled the knife sense. on me was like one of those kids who got expelled. <laughs> I mean, he he got he probably pulled a knife on someone else and got expelled. <laughs> he or perhaps he found the way school. of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Yeah. So he carved a knife out of wood and, <laughs> and then stabbed used, someone that way. Used it as the symbol for his Christian rock band. <laughs> yeah. So it was him you were listening to. Well, um, <laughs> the moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was it. Was that boy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> grown up? 
into an <laughs> the emo blade rock of band. the Lord. <laughs> it sounds so intense. Well, uh, I mean, this movie is not religious, but there are some biblical references in it. Yeah, yeah. They, they, what they, movie they... are we talking about, uh, Alenka? Magnolia. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, I do you have said a that lag. With like a New York accent or something. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> it was vaguely. I don't know. I'm just trying to fit in. <laughs> well, yes, we are talking about the movie Magnolia uh, from 1999, pre pre millennium. Is it's it like our elder millennial over here? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> You're yeah. probably not our oldest guest, though. Is this no, not supposed to be a bad so. thing? But I think Reed's older than you. You know, mm. it's fine. Or the it's same. Fine. It could be the same age. No, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. This movie. It's fine. I'm very excited to learn about because I understand there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is a uh, I guess. It's an it's a epic um, storytelling kind of orgasm. It just hits you with like twelve different disparate views on sadness. It's crazy. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. It's, a, it's a pretty sad movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. these twelve people going through like th- these horrible situations and how they all come together. Yeah. At the end, oh. you know what? You know what made it not as sad though is that I've seen it before, but I obviously rewatched these movies for recording. And when I forgot that it was three hours, I was like, fuck right now. I just don't have the time. So I watched it in double time. (laughs) So it's less sad when everyone is, you know, talking real fast and the music mm-hmm. score is actually yeah. rising like bah, 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 and yeah. you're like oh this is actually fun but I, <laughs> out of all the out of all the long movies i've ever sat through for me this one flies by it really? gets you fin- it goes faster than three mm-hmm. hours it does not it does, feel yeah. like three hours it feels like two and quarter to yeah. to me i understand yeah. that you know if this isn't your if you're not in the mood for this movie it's not the you shouldn't do it like so, if, if you get an hour into this movie and you're like, uh, you should chill, watch another time. You should chill, watch another time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, so, it's, it's heavy. Why is this the movie of choice for you? Out of all the things on that list, you chose this. Yeah. Uh I think that for me, um, you know, PT Anderson is is such a popular i have it's rare that i've ever i've never met anyone who didn't enjoy his films anybody who and i'm anybody who didn't enjoy them they were unable to give me a reason why really i mean other than Mm. maybe they just it's very serious subject matter and they're like yeah i'd rather not deal with that right now and i'm like i just want something light totally like (laughs) You're, if you're if it's like if it's like a light date night like don't drop there will be blood on her you know what i mean like it's like it's not exactly the most uh you know noel coward quippy stuff i mean it's just it's, it's just sort of what all... he deals with yeah it doesn't seem like it's on the subject of things that we're all like readily uh, uh here to consume i guess 
Yeah. What are you talking he, about? Childhood trauma, yeah. failure of parenting, sadness, drug abuse, all of it. It's it's yeah. all ready to we'll be consumed. We'll just summed it up. That is, yeah. that's I can't wait to give yeah. my summary now that I have some information. <laughs> I know. That's why I like feeding you little things about it so I can pepper in <laughs> into your summary. <laughs> Do you want that now? So yeah, so I picked it. And then no. he also, he... What? Go on. No, go on. I just felt like I didn't answer your question, really. So <laughs> why did I choose the movie? I chose it because it's... Um, I, I thought also I've seen it probably more than I've seen any other movies. Like, like I've watched it more times, which to me, quantity, sometimes over quality. Like, I just have watched this movie the most. Okay. So, you know, it's... It's every once in a while you got to look back at your life and be like, well, it was Magnolia, you know, it wasn't How many hours of this movie. Have you watched then? Oh, I mean, I, this had to be time 10. Yeah. 10 wow. So, I mean, yeah, I, I know the movie. 30 it's, hours. It's that's it's 500 just, hours. No. <laughs> Don't I seriously yeah. did the math. But, said but it out I've, loud. I've also, I've also, <laughs> I've also watched all of his other movies. So, yeah, I think I've watched some of his other movies. I can't say them off the top of my head. Uh, Boogie Nights. Done- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah Boogie Nights are- sounds like a funny movie. It's it's funny. There's All a- those okay. movies have a bit of kind of dark comedy I, in it. I recommend if you ever want to watch any of his movies, start with Boogie Nights. Because mm-hmm. it's lighter. Like, it's heavy, but there's like more in it that kind of the punchlines hit harder, kind of, I think. Yeah. So, it's funny. Okay. Yeah. I could do well, Alenka, after all that, what do, what do you think this movie is actually about? Let me tell you what I first thought it was about. So I just knew based off the title being Magnolia, which I could only assume. Well, I'm pretty certain that's a flower. So I assumed it was a lady's name. And I thought, uh, I just kind of thought it was going to follow a series of events following some sort of lady. And it did kind of seem like it might be one of those, I don't know, coming of age films where she's like a weirdo. I don't know. I was thinking very much. What did you guys call it in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? What is that like female character called? Oh, Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah. I kind of thought that was the direction we'd be like going into. But now uh, there's 12 people. No, no, keep going in that direction. We share their trauma. (laughs) I didn't really have much else from that because, you know, those films are just so like, oh, man, you know, like it's just rough at her house with her parents. So she's going to go run away and live at the convenience store where they have a dog and his name's Charlie. Turns out that Charlie needs hip surgery. So she decides that she's going to start funding for this dog. And how does she do it? She gets a real job and turns out she's really good at it. And then she becomes, who's the boss? Angela. I don't know. So that's Magnolia. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty spot on, I think. Yeah, I would say. Maybe. If I didn't... Yeah, if I didn't get one of those timelines, if one of the 12 people that we're about to discuss didn't get one of their timelines correct-ish in what I just said, I'll be pretty upset. Yeah, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not at all. Okay, great. 
I don't know if I just ruined the whole show, but yeah. But you're, <laughs> yeah, but you're, you no, did you're, it. Yeah, you're just like. <laughs> you know what? I went there. And not everybody can say the same. You're right. You're totally right. Yeah, you did. You're noble. You're brave. Very brave. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm an all-star and everybody knows it. Because I think where we left off. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Smash Mouth yeah. wrote about you. Um, yeah. Well, I, I guess I'll talk about the drink, about my I don't special know. drink, which I'm yeah, enjoying. I'm enjoying. Thank Ooh. you very much. Ah, <laughs> why? It is called the Frog Drop. Okay. Why is Craig so green and yours not quite as green? Uh, mine's pretty green. It's just a darker green, and on his, my camera, his, it's very yellow. He's yeah. got the triple sec on lock. He's got the. Yeah, can I say that triple sec that's, on lock. Is that a, yeah. What you does that mean? It. What it just happened? But we're just not sure you want to say yeah. it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I. I guess it just. It's just. Uh, I just miss bars and it's going to a bar. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Oh. I'm going to ask for the frog drop well, next time we can okay. go out. Do it. Yeah. 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 They'll totally know what they Alenka, what I'm going to buy you a frog drop. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> you like walk up to a girl and you're like, I'm going to buy you a frog drop. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, thank you. You yes. want a frog drop, baby? I'm just Play leapfrog all night. Um, <laughs> the frog drop is a play <laughs> on the lemon drop cocktail. I will say none of the drink, like, the name is literally the only thing in reference to the movie. The drink is just what the a fuck? lemon drop, and that's why I chose. <laughs> it okay. was not some s- smart Paul Thomas Anderson writing in my head to link this drink to the movie. Just the name. Um, it's two ounces of vodka, one ounce of melon liqueur, half ounce of triple sec, and one ounce of lime juice, freshly squeezed, and some simple syrup. And you can garnish with a sugar rim, which I did not do because I don't have that shit. <laughs> you don't have sugar in your house? That's bizarre. But also, I've adjusted my Magnolia plot. Frog drop. Forgot about the name. Anyways, some little girl's first encounter with death will presume Magnolia, as that's the lead. She drops a frog and she steps on it. And that's her first encounter with death. That's traumatizing. Yeah, that's like a, yeah. That's, that's like beautiful. A, yeah, yeah that, thank you. that's... Yeah, I completely I, wrong. Yeah. You can believe it, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a little I mean, at least now I feel like, you know. I mean, if one of our listeners I don't are know, Craig, would you please elaborate? Uh, <laughs> if one of our listeners is documenting Alenka's uh, you know, past synopses and compiling a list of great, great screenplays <laughs> that can be written from them, uh please Reach out and we'll try to get those produced as best we can. <laughs> I've had some good ones. Some flops, but who I doesn't? see I see what I see what you I see what you guys are doing now. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make movies, baby. Well, well, we're about to find out why it's called the frog drop, even though that's not coming for a while. <laughs> Craig. Yeah. How does this movie start? So uh in the beginning <laughs> yep um there was 
my HBO Max, <laughs> which I pay fourteen ninety nine a month for. It has been a sacrifice that I have. That I, it's the thing that I give myself, and uh, your little special treat. Yeah, and so I went up to the search engine part, and I clicked MAG. And uh, all right, so the way it starts is there is this uh, compilation of three crazy stories. Um, that basically there is absolutely no way that this these random three events could have happened. Uh, the on. first one is these three dudes who like um, uh, all kill a guy and they all have the same last name in the same place, right? What? So that's crazy. And the second one, yeah. Pat Oswalt pay, plays a casino oh, yeah. guy great, great and he gets cameo. dropped from a plane accidentally that he got scooped up from while scuba diving and he lands in a tree no because and the night before the guy who scooped him up was the same guy who he gambled away his like money all of his last money to this guy at the casino who's pat oswald and then the third one <laughs> is this kid oh and, the, commits, and he, yeah the, the plane of the, the pilot also commits suicide because of the guilt and like this the, and then oh, the, yeah. th- the third one this kid jumps off his building to commit suicide. But before he hits the ground, he had loaded his parents shotgun because they always fight with each other. And then he was hoping that they would like kill each other on accident. But then she fires the gun out the window and she hits her own son in the chest right as he's falling past the window. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. And so it's, it turns from a suicide into a murder. Hold on a second. Wait, this kid, hold on. Okay. The parents are arguing and Mama Sita's like, I'm going to yeah. grab this shotgun, pull the trigger at my husband who's standing by the window. She misses and hits her Because he's an kid. asshole and I hate him and I want him to die. Right. Yeah. And, and this then the kid, kid gets blown through right through the stomach. <laughs> yeah. As he's yeah. falling. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then it gets turned from a suicide to a homicide. And these three random events, he would like to say that they are chance, but they are not chance. This is what happens in the world is that crazy random shit happens there's no way to explain it and it does happen that's Mm -hmm. kind of the premise of the movie and And there's like a narrator over top and the whole thing is a little bit comedic he's like green like green green berry hill yeah he's like uh he's like he sounds like cooler saturday night live guy like he's like a really like suave dude that you like it's like you want him to be your i mean hot dad or something (laughs) (laughs) on double time when i listened on double time it sounded like rod howard in uh in arrested development so yeah yeah i don't know if it's i don't know who the narrator is but it's it's like it's like even cooler than ron howard wow <laughs> he's actually the uh producer the one producer of the show in the movie okay um that's he also plays the narrator got it yeah. yeah um anyway so then after that uh the first character that you meet so then basically Alenka, there's these like 12 stories so and what he does is he introduces each character like boom 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 all 12 of them so the mm-hmm. first one that he introduced i think is tom cruise's character Come on. Yeah, there's two there's two shots from a living room where we kind of see the same living room twice and it's like a TV set and we first see Tom yeah Tom Cruise on the TV 
and he is a pickup artist guy and he's yeah. got long greasy it's hair called search and destroy is yeah. his like thing and seduce he, and destroy sed- oh seduce Ew. and destroy yeah, yeah seduce and destroy Sick. and he like he has this epic like introduction to uh from space odyssey 2001 where it's like and he's like he's like in the lights and everything and it's like super fucking epic and so that's him the second (laughs) and the second uh story is this is william h macy Mm -hmm. the the Mm -hmm. guy from shameless uh alenka have you ever seen shameless Oh wow! No. You really haven't seen fucking anything. No, no. no so no. all right, I need to Google so, who he I, is. I, mean, I knew you guys had a. I've listened. You this this is the most earnest premise yeah. I have ever <laughs> fucking. And Tom Tom Cruise plays Frank, the character Frank. Yeah, Tom Cruise plays Frank Mackey. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, William stars Tracy plays here. Donnie Smith, who is who the was a famous kid. Yeah, the quiz, quiz kid, kid. Donnie, Donnie Smith, famous like. Basically, uh, famous for winning this uh, quiz show where kids compete against adults, like genius kids compete against adults. Oh, yes, ho- yes, and yes, it's yes. hosted by Jimmy Gator. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Gator is another one of the twelve characters, and he he, uh, the show is called uh, Kids Know Things, or what's the show? <laughs> no, Kids oh, Know uh, Things. Sounds what do right. kids know? What do question kids, mark. <laughs> yeah. What kids do kids know? Things. What, what, do, what do kids know? <laughs> So, and we'll go back to kids know things. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so we're introduced to him as an older. We see kind of him as a kid, but then uh, we cut kind of to him older. And we kind of he, immediately cut to him crashing through a 7 Eleven. Uh, a 7 Eleven. And, and, and he people works, instantly recognizing him. Yeah. And he works at this mm. place called Solomon and Solomon, which is owned by actor Alfred Molina. No, it's owned oh. by a, <laughs> by a character. That, yeah. And, uh, and so it, it, he's, he like got the job selling TVs and stuff because he's a celebrity. So they like put his billboard up as quiz, mm. kid, quiz kid, Donnie Smith. And that's how he sells all these electronics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's getting fired because he sucks at his job. And then, uh then also there's this uh actor named jason robards who's super famous and was on in all these old broadway shows that were fantastic and super legendary anyway Mm -hmm. he's on his deathbed and he i believe is the tv producer for jimmy gator so he like created okay like the network that jimmy gator is even on so he's Uh like this super wealthy dude and he's um well we find out that later but his his um, wife is Julianne Moore. She's sort of like nice. this younger woman, and she's I know ta- her. She's taking his morphine <sighs> instead of giving it to him, or For giving her. it to yeah. him and like taking it as well. Some, yeah, she's yeah. she's kind of drug addicted a bit, yeah. but he's also got a nurse, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, Philip Seymour, uh, Seymour Hoffman, like yeah, yeah, is, young, <laughs> yeah, and he's so, and then so he's the nurse. And then there is a cop played by John C. Riley, and mm-hmm. this cop is lonely. He's like a good guy, so like it's, he doesn't have he's a lot of friends. He's the man, like John yeah, C. Riley. Because he's, so well. he's like he always like he always tries to like do the right thing, and so right. it kind of alienates everybody around him. And and then because just and mm-hmm. then he's trying to date, I think. So he's like giving a dating profile of his life. <laughs> 
and it just sounds oh. like super like yeah well i read lame. so i read in the fun <laughs> like, facts of this movie <laughs> is that paul thomas anderson and john c Riley like went around and filmed this like parody of cops with John C. Riley. Oh and a lot God. of his character is based on his like monologuing throughout the day. Like my job is hard. Sometimes I gotta, I gotta do, I guess I see some shit that sometimes, you know, no yeah. one's seen like, yeah, he, he, he monologues out this kind of parody and that's what they based a lot yeah. of his dialogue on. That's uh, too especially funny. He does these monologues where he's just psyching himself in the mirror as if he's talking to, you know, like a radio host or something about his job. Like he's narrating his life. And then you get, then you get introduced to this, uh, lady who you don't know her name, but she's going through this horrible depression and she's wasted and she goes home with this guy, which like is fine. But then Jimmy Gator shows up and Jimmy Gator's her dad. Yeah. So the host of the kids show, you find Mm -hmm. out that whatever Jimmy Gator did, his daughter fucking hates him. She mm-hmm. hates this man's guts and she screams at him and it's like, get the fuck out of my house. Okay. And he leaves. But he reveals that he has bone cancer in this scene. Oh. That he's dying, but she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Will, we're killing this right now. We are. We, we are, are like flying <laughs> so, through this. This is like a one, then, two. I feel I think, like we're calling a sporting event right now. <laughs> yeah, the, the last character <laughs> that we are introduced to is uh, Stanley who is uh, an, 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 another contestant on the What Do Kids Know? But he's a child now. So he's a, yeah. the current like star of the show. He's like a genius. But his dad is like this failed actor who is trying to get money out of him. Yeah. He's always like pushing him to just win and just do what you're told. His mm-hmm. his storyline, Alenka, is the most is is the most closely associated with your made up storyline from nice. whatever <laughs> yeah. that was like that it was good and i think the only connection is that there's a child yeah there's a Aww. young person that's yeah. where it stops oh, but, yeah. but just so you know if it was gonna go in that direction it would that's where it you, would you were right on the mark <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Great. this this is all pre- all this introduction is prefaced with um like the day the, the time of day and the weather because all of this movie takes place over one mm. day and we get interstitials of like the sky and basically what the weather is. It's kind of a interesting, you know, card that shows up. Are they up. all in um, like so the this same is like the morning. city or all over the world? Yep. They're in the San Fernando Valley in LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really wanted to like honor that place in LA. Yeah. Like he wanted With to give it like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots right. and lots of trauma. <laughs> yeah. There's just so much to go around there, apparently. Yeah. Um so the 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 scene opens up like the, the movie, I guess the first big scene you need to know about is that John C. Riley walks in to this call where like this woman named Marcy is freaking out and like apparently there was some domestic abuse going on or something crazy happened, and then uh john c Riley is like fighting with her and then eventually he hears like a thud somewhere in the apartment 
And then and he's, he's been like ascertaining it. Who who's uh, who else is in the apartment, Marcy? And she's like, no, and I live alone. I live alone. Then, yeah. You can't be in here. You should go and 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 just sit die. She's like <laughs> freaking out. Oh yeah. And then, and then oh he's walking God. towards like the bedroom because he hears the noise. And yeah. she's like handcuffed to the couch, dragging. <gasps> and he's like, Marcy, don't move that couch and, any farther. <laughs> and and then and then there's a dead body in the closet, and Marcy goes, "That ain't mine." And then it ends, and it's <laughs> yeah. amazing. <gasps> yeah. What? All the cops show up and then and then yeah. Jim uh John C. Riley is like leaving the crime scene and there's this young kid um who's all like like don't you want to know who did it? I can tell you who did it. And then um, he does a freestyle rap which yeah. is like no. profound and like he reveals who the, who the killer is, which is the worm. What? But John C. Riley is so like patronizing and and douchey honestly that he doesn't mm-hmm. hear what the guy is saying to him and then mm. he just kind of like drives away mm. and fun yeah. fact uh orlando jones played worm but all his scenes were cut in a three-hour movie he, all his scenes are cut feel Who's so worm? bad for that guy that is an awesome <laughs> that is an awesome fact i did not know yeah um, um i don't know he's i don't know the last thing he was in i just remember him from that movie evolution about aliens landing on Earth. yeah <laughs> so Olenka, the first big scene. Well, he was also in the football movie. That big. Uh, oh, replacements, Friday Night Lights. I think no, no. The, the replacements or not the replacements. Oh, there's another movie. He plays a wide receiver. Chino? No, it's the replacements. I don't even know He's what a wide receiver oh, okay. is. Keanu okay. Reeves. Keanu oh. Reeves plays a quarterback, and Keanu Reeves <laughs> anyway, is not Olenka a quarterback. So football. What an odd movie. Football movies. So Olenka, the Olenka, the biggest like plot thing you need to know is Jason Robards is dying. And then okay. he says, Philip Seymour Hoffman, go and get my son. Okay. And then Wait, he what? just f- fucking loses his oh, mind. Yes. And so yeah. then Philip Seymour Hoffman spends the rest of the movie trying to get Jason Rob- Robards' son, who is Frank J. Mackey, Tom Cruise's character. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, but because Tom Cruise is such a like, sort of like cult leader no Basically. pun intended he ends up like getting <laughs> he ends up like getting kind of called uh by like philip seymour hoffman can't get through to phil to tom cruise because he's surrounded by all of these like search and destroy or or seek and destroy or seduce and destroy type people yeah. <laughs> and so then what happens pt anderson knew what he was doing and so then what happened is is uh um Tom Cruise's character is getting interviewed by this woman from yeah, he's at a, he's at like a hotel convention for his like and he's, technique yeah. and he's and like has this amazing he has which this amazing is respect monologue. the cock and tame the cunt that's his yeah, that's, that's his it. like that's his his phrase yeah um, that's his big phrase thing. my neighbor I just heard her go like what the fuck it's <laughs> 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 amazing. <laughs> My neighbor is like, oh, my God, I wish I was having sex like that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh no. Yeah, so the, he's like a convention. And then in between, like, the, he has like a whatever, ha- an hour break between the next kind of portion of his, like, presentation. So he's getting interviewed yeah. by this uh, and he journalist. Uses, he uses calendars to get the guys on board. He, like, gives them, like, a little calendar. And he's like, oh, yeah. Use like, as a token. But really, it's just a fucking calendar. A calendar oh, yeah. is a changing. I got a calendar. This, like calendars are good for anybody. You don't need to be in search and yeah. destroy. 
Yeah, you don't need to <laughs> manipulate women to have a calendar. Get, to have a calendar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just go get a calendar and do other yeah. things yeah. with your calendar. So then, so then what happens? I guess you gotta write down what time you're gonna manipulate the women, right? Which yeah. is helpful. Yeah, that's so. that's his thing. Is like basically yeah. write down what time you're like schedule your manipulations. <laughs> yeah. So wait, this guy's whole sh- like sh- thing is that he manipulates women to have sex. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. Like, like some of the lessons it's are like game. how to make women think yeah. you are a good person and like it's things. The game. You know, yes. like, yeah. yeah. It's okay. like hitch, but like hardcore. I yeah. didn't see it exactly. either. So it's, it's not like nice. It's like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay. Right. So then, um, then what happens is Jim. I think who comes next? Well, Jimmy Gator, maybe. I don't know what exactly comes next, but yeah, we we kind but of Jimmy follow. Jimmy Gator's yeah. got cancer, and yeah. it's sad. And he's and about to host this episode. About but to host this, this show. This what do we? What do kids know? Uh, that night's episode is really big because Stanley and the there's basically a panel of three kids who are geniuses, but Stanley's the smartest one and basically carries the team. Okay. Um, they're about to break the record on the show for most like wins, I guess. Which was Quiz Kid Donnie Smith's record. Yeah. So yeah. he's about oh. to lose his record. So yeah. he's not going to be famous anymore. And he's, he's about to lose his record. And he just lost his job too. We, we find out he lost yeah. his job Oof. because he crashed his car. And his and boss, Alfred Molina, is like, fuck you. I only hired you because you're famous. Get out. Right. Then we find out that he is in love with a six foot five, tight end looking type dude, Gronkowski type guy who has braces. Yeah. Who Yikes. is a bartender and Will mm. Rogers, this guy at the end of the bar, who's like this sort of like old man, is yeah. like hitting on the bartender mm-hmm. and trying to like pick him up. And Brad like might be into it, like kinda, but Donnie Smith is like super into Brad. Yeah. Right. But- and Donnie Smith, we also find out like all his money as a kid was taken by his parents. He doesn't yeah. have any of that money from being famous and also he he it seems like he doesn't like handle money well either even as an adult but the biggest thing is he wants money to buy for buy braces for corrective oral surgery even though he doesn't need it he wants braces so that him and brad brad might have something in common better because brad has braces yeah okay weird (laughs) so then then the cop goes to the girl no then the cop goes to a second stop like a yeah. like his next stop after crazy marcy and the dead guy in the closet and this is the depressed girl with the father with cancer mm-hmm. and Jimmy she's doing a shit ton of coke okay. right and she's listening okay. to music super loud which is amy mann's music yes and pt anderson wrote the whole movie to an amy mann soundtrack which he then used for the movie yeah pretty Whoa. much most so like, of the Lyric music is Amy Mann. Yeah. <laughs> so then what? So um, she opens the door and John C. Riley is immediately enamored. Like he's love at first sight uh, yeah, love with it, her. Yeah. And she's coked out of her brain. And he's just like basically using every reason just to stay around so that he can basically flirt with her. Um, and then by the end of that uh, interaction, he asks her on a date that night. And she's like, yeah, yeah, no. okay, yeah, yeah. What? Because she's just like, I need to get you out of my house because there's so much coke in my house. Oh, he didn't find it? Yeah. He didn't find any of it? <laughs> no, because he's in love, Alenka. He's just so okay. in love. He's not, but okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, th- we should mention also, there's a quick like scene also in the beginning where we see like Jimmy Gator having sex with a woman in his office. So it yeah, kind of just reveals like, that he cheats on his wife. He's like kind of a, he's like surrounded yeah. by all these women that he yeah. like fucks all the time. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. Um, so then there's this, so then there's this, uh, the kid. Oh, and then Felicity Huffman is his assistant. Well, not his Felicity Huffman. She's the, uh, desperate housewives. I was going to say the college thing, but I'm sure everyone says that and that fucking sucks. So like, <laughs> But, you know, she's like she's an actress who's very talented and shitty things happen and fuck everyone. And so then what happens is, is she's assisting the boys, the little kids. And yeah. then uh, the, the Stanley, the little smart dude who's about to break Quiz Kid Donnie Smith's record. He has to pee and she oh, no. won't let him pee. I know. And so yeah. like, then it goes back and forth between commercial yeah. and-, and also, cause he's also like his dad's like, yeah, you can do it. Little fucking kid. Like he literally treats this kid. Like it's not his son, just some kid he's using. And the which two is, yeah. you know, Donnie and him are like similar in that way. It's like his parents also used him. And the two kids on the show with Stanley, the other little kid just, they don't bully him, but they like kind of ignore him and just treat him as a smart but kid. He's the smartest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and those other two kids are more like, do you have an agent, Stanley? Like, I'm like, we're gonna be famous. Like, you just have to win this for us, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I might be jumping ahead, but what? Whatever. We'll cut, circle back. <laughs> so then, what? Then what happens is is Philip Seymour Hoffman ends up calling. He's like trying to get in touch with Frank Mackey, and he can't yeah, well, figure it out. There's a really funny scene where he's like, yeah, he's like, he's gonna order some like groceries for delivery. Um, but he also orders a bunch of porno mags. And I think you're he like, calls and, and, and will, I think I'm, it's fair to say this. He, I think he's calling for the porn. Oh, he but, is. Yeah. But he like masks it as oh, like, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm uh, calling just for some soda. Yeah. And then the customer, the cashier calls him on it and makes it super weird. And Philip Seymour <laughs> yeah. Hoffman is like, all right, you got me, whatever. You're <laughs> unprofessional. And then she's like, I'm not unprofessional. I'm a cashier. I'm doing my thing. You're un- unprofessional for fucking being a creep at this guy, old man's house who I know who's calling yeah. asking for porn so you can jerk off to his fucking dead body, you creep. Ew. So like, anyway, That's I probably exactly like overanalyzed happens. that, but I'm just saying like, no, it's I probably mean, accurate. I, I mean, I'm just saying, I was if like, I was, I was like not knowing watched, what was if, about to if happen. If you watched this like, movie yeah. 10 times like I have, you would be like way into it. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Anyway. 300 hours. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he orders like porn and and when it gets delivered, he that's how he finds Frank Mackey's like contact, like not his like actual number, but basically how to get he, in like, touch with an like, ad, like the, in one of the hustler magazines, you know, they like have like a like a strong <laughs> man with like a boxing outfit on and like two girls over him them. that are like <laughs> thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's always like a guy with like overly mag. sized boxers. Yeah. Wait, overly sized <laughs> boxers like and they're they baggy? Are, like, richly decorated. You know, they just you think they'd be like, tighter to show off. You would the think they would be tighter, but I guess oh. if I had a lot of money and like every single girl on the planet, I would wear boxy underwear. I don't know why. Yeah, like I'm a boxer. It's yeah, like yeah. a powerful thing. So like, I need space for my balls. I need like a big because there's so fucking. There's so much like fucking semen in my nutsack. I need like a like a I need like a like a, a huge fucking boxer. 
boxer pad here. I think that's your <laughs> guest snippet for this episode. Yeah, yeah way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is what I want to be remembered uh, for. <laughs> so he gives his number, but he gets, yeah, he phones, but he's just like, he gets caught up with basically a guy who's like, I don't know, we don't know Frank's number, but basically uh, he's just on the phone most of the movie to be honest <laughs> but, oh yeah yeah, yeah like, he's 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 like just trying to help this guy get his dying wish mm-hmm. you know of just seeing mm. his son again as far as he knows meanwhile julianne moore is going around to like uh like doctors and getting more prescriptions like three different doctors and getting prescriptions and then she winds up at the end at a pharmacy and the pharmacy yeah. the pharmacist is like this young kind of like good dude who's like notices that she's tripping balls on morphine and is like right. not going to give her any more medicine. So he goes to his manager boss guy and is like, Hey, don't give this girl this medicine. And he's like, are you kidding me? Like we're a mom and pa shop. Like we need this money. Sell her mm. the drugs. And then he's mm. like, I don't want to fucking do that. That's terrible. Yeah. And then he comes back and he's like, are you sure you need this? And she's like, eh, I don't know. And then, <laughs> She doesn't say anything. She just stares at him. And then, he, and, then, and then he walks back and and then he like and then he comes back and then she she gets the drugs and then she freaks out on them and is like, Don't you call me lady? Like I'm I'm you know, these you don't know my life, you don't know me, yeah. you don't know my problems. And then uh yeah. And then she goes to go kill herself. So then she drives her well, she drives Car. back home. Yeah, she I don't think she's home. decided this yet because before we no. did miss before that, she does go to the lawyer, their lawyer, and asks. She's she asks the lawyer to change Earl's will, but not for the reason you think, because then it's revealed that like the will obviously has uh, stuff left for her, but she mm-hmm. wants to change so that nothing's left for her because she actually mm-hmm. has fallen in love with Earl. She was a trophy wife who cheated on him and wanted him just for money, but then. In later years, she actually fell in love with him. So now she just feels so horrible. She can't have any of his wealth or anything like that. Yeah. That's so confusing. Yeah. And then while all this is happening, the kid on the talk show pees himself. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so and so, Alenka, that's the big thing about this movie that you need to know is that it, the cuts are quick. Yeah. Like oh, it's, yeah. It's so fast paced, the edits. So you you. um. You're on a fucking you know, journey. I, I think that and, and you're watching a, there's all a rising stories at the score. same time. Yeah, and there's a yeah. rising score almost throughout the whole movie, <laughs> except for one like portion where suddenly there's no music. Like it's really there's a score behind almost the whole movie, and it's Weird. like. Boom, 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 boom. But it's Although the same it was thing like throughout that double time. So I'm sure it was like. Doom, doom. Yeah. Doom. Yeah. <laughs> Not the same, but like there's a there's a score and there's also Amy Man music. Right. Magnolia. I'm just yeah. seeing if this is yeah. on Netflix. It's not. It's on HBO. What the fuck? Mm. That's why. Right. Yeah. You mentioned the box. <laughs> I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you, Malenka. Um. So. So, any, during, so then. Yeah. Go ahead. You go. You go. Oh yeah. So uh, I, I guess I'll cut to Frank's interview. Frank's in his interview, and he's he's also like, there's a scene where he's getting ready. Remember, for I told you that and, news reporter came to go see him, give his. Yeah. Speech, Alenka? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And so Tom Cruise is just like, 
changing his shirt because he's all sweaty, but he's just like standing there in his fucking underwear, like all jazzed up. It's a pretty famous scene where he's Seems just like, like a very just Tom like Cruise thing that he does in his house. Oh, he's just all Tom Cruise. He basically does his couch jumping scene pre couch jumping. Um, and he's just like super psyched. It was and she's like, like all right, sitting. calm down. Yeah, <laughs> couch sitting. And he gets ready and then they get ready for the interview. And over the course of this interview, basically, the the reporter basically reveals that he's a liar. Like he's talked about his life and how he's built from nothing and this and that. But he, she reveals like his you know, finds out like he says that his father is dead and his mother is, you know, is nice. And he sees her from, you know, time to time and she loves her or he loves her, but it's actually the opposite. His father is alive. His mother died when he was fairly young and he had to take care of her. She had, why would he lie about that? You find out later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, uh, I guess this is kind of a leap, I think, in the plot, but it's the next thing I can remember. So then Donnie, the quiz kid, Mm -hmm. ends up professing his love for the guy with braces. He's like drunkenly at the bar. He's like drunk and he's like he he like kind of waxes eloquent about like love and and all the feelings inside of you when you can't put things together and you feel fucking stupid and and similar to how I feel throughout this. And so, so then what happens is it's okay. It's, 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 it's not your problem. And so then what happens is, is then he ends up getting rejected by Brad Hmm. and he like, it's really sad. Mm -hmm. And so then he decides he's going to go and rob the money from the electronic store that he works at. Because he and still has his keys, has which are his on keys. a belt. But it's like, you know, one of those fucking retractable. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, oh, they cool. show off in the beginning. But when he tries to do that, his he gets the money. So he successfully robs it. But then on the way out, his key gets broken off in the door. Uh, but he doesn't realize out. that. He, he doesn't, doesn't realize that. Yeah. And then okay. while that's happening, John C. Riley, who asked the girl out to dinner, she said yes. He ends up. Oh, yeah. uh, running into the guy who killed that dead guy in the closet. Yeah. Oh, and then no. he chases him down. Orlando Bloom, the guy who Orlando, Orlando Jones, Orlando Jones, <laughs> yeah. Orlando Bloom. Oh my God, Orlando Bloom, like, Orlando. like who? And he's like, what do my elf eyes see? Yeah. <laughs> I wish. No, no, it's not Orlando Bloom. It's like British. I'm from oh, the hood. My God. So then Orlando Jones's character basically gets John C. Riley to freak out so bad that he drops his gun and he loses his gun. And Uh-oh. like the whole police force makes fun of him because he yeah. lost his gun. So then he goes back on this date with this girl who's all depressed and mm. she's like going through something horrible. And you're like, what is this woman dealing with? And mm. then John C. Riley is like, I lost my gun. He yeah, well, she, she makes this kind of big declaration. It was like, let's like, you know, that thing when you lie about yourself, when you don't tell all the truth about yourself, uh, just so that people will like you or because you don't want people not to like you. Let's just right. not do that tonight. Okay. And then she goes to the bathroom to presumably do some cocaine and right. then uh, comes back. And then he's just immediately, he's like, I lost my gun. I'm a laughing stock. I, you know, I'm not a good cop. Um, and I just want to tell you that because I'm being truthful. So they're like, they, they're connecting on this little date. Okay. 
And I believe one of the lines she has is actually an Amy Mann lyric or something. Really? Or from an unreleased album. I don't know. I, it was, it was another fun fact I read on the, <laughs> on the wiki. <laughs> and that so line is... Uh, something about like, uh, oh, um, uh, something about what's the line? Fuck. Uh, can I, I'll, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. I'll bring it Way up. Way to drop the ball. Will. Um, while he's, while he's doing that. So then, so then, cause it's a long movie. And then what happens is the, um, during the quiz show, Jimmy Gator is like calling up the, the adult people. And then he calls up Stanley, but Stanley can't go up cause he peed himself. Mm-hmm. So I got the line. Yeah. <laughs> so the woman, the depressed woman, uh, Claudia is her name. She stands up and she says, um, now that I've met you, would you object to never seeing each other again? That's which is a namey man lyric, apparently. So does she tell because him she like, divulges into a little bit of her shit life or what? No, she she actually does not reveal anything about her life to the to John C. Riley. But she's immediately just like, you can't, we can't see each other anymore because basically just being like, you know, I'm not good enough for you type of thing. Sure. Like leaving the date. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, yeah, Stanley pees himself, runs off. Um, Julianne Moore drives into the garage to kill herself. Oh, yeah. Frank Mackey gets a phone call from... His like manager or something. His manager and the manager's like, Frank, this is serious. You need to come here now. And then he finds out that his dad is dying. Then he goes to his dad's um thing. And I think this is Tom Cruise's the 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 without a doubt, the highlight of his whole career is he has this oh, amazing yeah. moment where he he goes to hit his father while his father's uh-huh. like passed out. And he stops himself from hitting his father. And it's like a, mm-hmm. it's just a gorgeous, like, choice. Oh, yeah. Why does he hate I mean, his dad I, I, I don't so know much. what that man's life is ever like, but whatever that is, it, it, you know, he's, he, well, he, he was right on that. Yeah. He reveals mm. it kind of in this scene where he's like basically monologue to his dad. And it's like he, his dad left, like left him and his mom when his mom got cancer. He had to take care of his mom and his dad just like left them. He, he didn't so like he, to be around absent sickness. father. Yeah, he didn't like so he, to be around sickness, so he could, he didn't even go visit. Yeah, okay. And he Which was too can, busy with the network, yeah. and it was too depressing. So he was trying yeah. to build this network. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which Earl reveals earlier to Phil because he kind of in and out of consciousness talks about, you know, how he cheated on his beautiful wife and all this stuff and left his son and his wife. Um, yeah. And then Frank reiterates that and is super emotional. Oh, by the way. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman has already given the dying Jason Robards old man, Frank Mackey's father, a, the, the most hardcore do- dose of morphine. Yeah. Oh, so, so he's, he's not, okay. he's really like, he's gone. So yeah. by mm-hmm. the time Tom Cruise gets to him, he's like out. Yeah. Yeah. And he also happens to like spill some pills and, uh, Jason Robards has like a ton of dogs. Earl has a ton of dogs, and one of the dogs oh, no. eats the pill. No, yeah, yeah. it's sad. <laughs> so it's a lot of death. Yeah, and so um, anyway, Julianne Moore like kind of passes out, but the little kid who was rapping in the beginning right. of the movie, he saves Julianne Moore's life because he just happened <laughs> to be walking by, and so then Julianne oh. Moore gets on this ambulance. 
and she's on her way to the hospital. John C. Riley's coming home from this like horrible date where this girl kissed him and then left. And he's like, what the yeah. fuck? Uh, Donnie Smith. Yeah. Donnie Smith. Donnie has decided- Smith is climbing the fucking roof to go try to give the money back because yeah. he feels like a douche for taking uh, it in the first place. Uh-huh. And because yeah. he went back and he found out his key broke off, he couldn't get in. So he's like, I got to climb the roof. The oh wife God. of Jimmy Gator finds out that Jimmy Gator molested the depressed girl that was his daughter. And oh. then she gets in her car to go see her daughter. And then while all that's happening, because, because Jimmy, Jimmy Gator actually fainted on the show that night. Cause he's sick and dying. Yeah. And, wouldn't it be fucked if we found out Alex Trebek molested people? That would just be oh. fucked. That would be horrible. <laughs> I was like and watching that like a, a, a game, a quiz show host dying of cancer. That's such so and, relevant right and now. So yeah. then what happens is then uh, the. Uh, OK, I'm going to do it. Is it OK if You're I do it? it? Will are we starting it? Is there anything other loose ends we've got to tie up? Oh my God! Are we're starting you guys what? Start? We're starting it. Like the we're big, starting we're start, it. We're gonna go into what <laughs> we're doing. It. it like what's happened? Okay. Okay. Well, so fucking. Okay. So oh, 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 one last thing. Stanley, who's run away, uh, broke into his school and is just reading at the library because yeah, that's all he's he just, does. He's just all like pee. Okay. Yeah. It's like pee's everywhere. <laughs> like yeah. the librarians were like, whatever, you do whatever yeah. you want, you. Yeah. Fucking loser! He's you go, reading every you book go on like sit over there geniuses. and you read yeah. fucking <laughs> you, you piss pants you, you just the art of war figure it out <laughs> like and he's just sitting there trying to understand life <laughs> Alan Watts you know it's just a okay so then oh, and and oh, yeah and and so I'm just there's another character there's one more character there's gotta um, be i'm trying to think uh well depressed girls back home doing coke just depressed in her so house. she just goes okay. home and does her coke oh, that's what okay. she's doing she's like yeah. I'm, they don't oh, keep her in the then, hospital and, and, overnight and now that there's a mate the hospital no yeah. that's that Sorry. okay i see what you're saying so there's so there's the wife of jason robards oh. she's doing morphine yeah. Okay. She's okay. tried to kill her in the ambulance. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh the girl that Will was talking about was the girl on a date with John C. Riley. Yeah. Right. So she's the daughter home. of Jimmy Gator. And Jimmy Ooh, right. Gator's at home now. Yes. Oh my god, this is the biggest thing. The biggest real he's about to shoot himself. Like he's getting yeah, a gun so he to grabs shoot a gun, himself he's, now. Yeah, he's gonna kill himself. He yeah. puts the gun up to his fucking head and he's about to pull the trigger. All of and this then, happening simultaneously. All yeah. of this is happening. At the same exact time. Will, here's what yeah. we're going to do. We're yeah. going to repeat every single thing that we say from here on out. <laughs> okay, okay. Until God. it's done. Okay. okay. We're going to repeat every we're gonna single repeat thing. Every single thing. <laughs> at the same at time. This, well, okay. That would be. Um, that would uh, be difficult. Terrifying. Yeah. But let's just repeat it. So I, we'll yeah. go maybe back and forth. I don't know. But it's it feels like that. So then. Yeah. Um, it's John, John C. Riley. Yeah. John C. Riley. <laughs> This is working out very well. John C. Riley is driving, and all of a sudden, a frog lands on the hood of his car. It just smashes to death. What? Bloody dead, just smashes. Bloody dead with one that its heart is still beating on the hood. No. John C. Riley is like, what? And then. 
the frog falls through the skylight in Jimmy Gator's house. And right before he fires the gun, knocks it out of his hand. And and then the ambulance is driving and all these frogs fall on the ambulance and the ambulance flips over and it slides in front of the thing. It's and then Donnie Smith looks up and sees a frog and it hits him in the face and then he falls and he knocks out all of his teeth and he fucks his whole face up. So he actually needs braces. And then (laughs) Amy Mann is like cowering in her house from the frogs and her mother who's driven to her house. Claudia. Amy Mann is Claudia. Sorry. Amy Amy Mann is Amy Mann was (laughs) cowering in her house the entire time she wrote this album. I didn't even notice that. Oh my God. And so, and so, and so then the, the, uh, mother who has this molested daughter that she's been with this man for 50 years taking care of all of his shit and his ignoring his adulterous fucking bullshit and then she finds out that he touched her own daughter and then she's driving home and then she gets stuck in a frog fucking tsunami downpour yeah, yeah. it's like crazy and then <laughs> and then there's just frogs that sounds like the frogs were coming up from like yeah, the yeah, water, like, but you know what like I mean. A tornado. Like, no. Yeah, it wasn't literally like a, falling from no, the it's sky. Not, it's, it's from the sky. There's and so then, frog dropping. Yeah, on yeah. everyone. Yeah. Yes, and then there is. So these frogs are all falling, and John C. Riley goes out to pick up uh, a frog. William H. Macy, who's like lying all bloody on the ground, and yeah, get him out so of trouble. Basically, he he sees William H. Macy. Uh, like uh, climbing the ladder. That's why he turns around to like stop him. That's when the frog hits him. So then he's like going and then he sees him fall afterwards. But that's why like he got distracted. Then there's this beautiful moment where the mother, the mother of Claudia and the wife of Jimmy Gator gets actually into this girl's apartment, her Mm -hmm. daughter. And then she like, she's holding her and all the frogs are falling. And then she has this piece of artwork on the thing. And then in the corner, it says it did happen. Acknowledging the actual molestation that happened to her. Yeah. Which is the first time that that's happened in the whole movie. Meanwhile, Stanley is in the library, like reading his books and he looks outside to see all the frogs and he smiles and he goes, this happens. This happens sometimes. I'm so fucking confused. Which is how I feel about. (laughs) We can either talk about it now or talk about it later. (laughs) So, so then, but okay. So yeah. all of that ends and he, there's this moment of like John C. Riley alone at the gas station with this bloody fucked up mouth. Yeah. It's morning now. Yeah. And he looks at John C. Riley and he says, I have all this love to give. I just don't know where to put it. Which is, I imagine, how every screenwriter feels when they look at a blank <laughs> piece of paper. And then, <laughs> and then after that, the the uh, Jason Robards gets wheeled out from dying. And then the dog that ate the morphine. Good job, Will. That was absolutely a clutch observation from this movie that Alenka <laughs> needed to know about because it's I'm funny sad. when it happens. And then, and there's, you know, it's, it's so heavy. So any moment of levity is like, oh, thank God. And then, and then, and then you know, and then, yeah, and, and then, then, well, uh, Frank has like slept on the couch overnight. And then uh, Phil gets a phone call from the hospital. Like, it's like, um, Julianne Moore is like stable. She's good. Like, 
Frank, can you go take care of it? So basically Frank is almost being like reintegrated back to his family in a way, like in his, to his father's side of the family in a kind of way. It's not fully, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's back on board. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, uh, this is all the kind of aftermath of all this. Frogs. (laughs) Frogs. <laughs> yeah, after the frogs, everything kind of because really the only big thing you need to know is then everybody at the same time sings an Amy Mann song together. What? Oh, no, yeah. that's, that's kind of the big thing. That's pre frogs, no. isn't it? Is that no, pre frogs? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's pre frogs. Oh, it came out of nowhere. So- <laughs> they all simultaneously sing because Julianne Moore's in her car about like almost dying. Yeah. Um, because and the, the song frogs- is called Save Me. Yeah. Save Me. Uh-huh. Won't you save me? Yeah, it's like a very like, <laughs> whoa, yeah. song. Whoa. It is a weird moment. You're what? like, wow, this is this movie goes places. Like what? all of them are like singing this song. Like yeah. they yeah. cut to them and they're just singing the song, yeah. like lip syncing it. Yep. But no, what? they're actually singing it, not lip syncing. They're just actually singing it. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand what's going on. You can't, you guys just can't sit there and just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. You, you don't have to understand what's going on. These <sighs> things happen. Alinkin. You just have These to read happen. like three grad papers on this movie. Like no. to fully understand what's going on. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not it. There's more. I mean, I well, just, or just watch it a few times. Like I did. <laughs> yeah. Well. 10 times. 300 hours worth. I need to get it. Of first. this movie. It's not on Netflix. <laughs> There's more. Is then, there not more? Well, and then Stan, Stanley comes home. Stanley comes home from the library. Has and tells an his dad, line. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you need to be nicer to me, to his dad. And his dad is just like, go to bed. And he's, it's like his dad didn't even care that he like ran away for the whole night. He's just like, I go feel to like bed. at the end though, his dad has like a knowing, like, okay. Like I'm a piece of shit. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like okay. at the end, uh, maybe I, I like to hope that Stanley like was smart. Like Stanley was able to go like seek some legal help and like figure yeah. out how to get control of that money. Like I'm hopeful, mm. but who knows? Yeah. And like, oh, and then uh, the last kind of thing, not the last thing, one of the no, two last things, um, John C. Riley hears William H. Macy's story and basically helps him kind of not break in, but like helps him get into the electronic store and return the money because right. he believes that's the right thing to do. He's not going to arrest Donnie because he was returning the money and he just wants to do the right thing. Um, and then, but the last scene is Claudia in bed and John C. Riley kind of is there and is basically just like, I don't care like what your life is or I don't I'm care. Gonna spit, I'm going to put out my eyes. Sorry. Spit out your eyes. <laughs> that was beautiful. I didn't want to chew it. It would have been annoying. <laughs> Super loud. We've <laughs> yeah. been sitting here just chewing ice. Yeah. That was so perfect. He's almost like, like about to go into this beautiful this. thing that uh, yeah. John C. Yeah. Riley says. You're just like, well, I don't want to chew my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, I'll accept you. Like, we can support each other. I'll accept you for who you are. And like, and like, I'm I'm here. I'm here for you. He's like off kind of camera. We don't see him saying this. It's kind of like a close up of her face, of Claudia's face. And 
uh, the last shot is just her turning to the camera and smiling with tears in her eyes. And then that's the credits. No, no. Fun fact, that was the first shot that Paul Thomas Anderson envisioned was that actress smiling to the camera. So he wrote, this is one of these movies that he wrote with all these ideas first and then kind of formulated them into a script. (laughs) I am so confused. All right, Alenka. So, so what, what are you confused about? What sort of, because to me, everything makes complete sense. (laughs) Oh, perfect. So one, this feels like one giant music video and also for Amy Mann. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, great. Glad that's out of the way. Also, can we explain the frogs? Is this supposed to be like a talk to me? Where I go? Yeah, you go. So at the end of the movie, Alenka, at the end of the movie, a gun falls out of the sky and lands on the ground. And it's I would imagine that whatever that was, that gun had something to do with the frog plane and the murder that happened on the frog plane. Isn't that supposed to be no, isn't that supposed to be John C. Riley's missing gun? See, to me. Oh my God. While in theory, I think that that is like hilarious (laughs) that that happened in the movie and like it's kind of related to that. I just wonder practically how do frogs fall from the sky? That's so I imagine (laughs) Uh that whatever happened, there was a gun that that led to that happening. I don't. Well, that's know. a that's a fun theory because yeah. I think the idea that would be very my mad, theory, Craig. The idea because of biblical ref, there's biblical well, references Matt, in the Matt movie. Matt is strong. <laughs> you don't even know what we're talking about. Like, there's I biblical know. references in the movie. You don't either. And <laughs> that's and, true. I didn't write um, it. I, in so when they talk in the very beginning about strange occurrences, unexplained kind of things or things that like couldn't possibly happen. That's part of that too. And actually I'm going to cue on to amphibians. That's, that's fine. Amphibians and fish falling from the sky is something that has happened in history. Yep. In well, fact, as recent when. as 2011, people reported in a, a town in Japan, fish actually fell from the sky. And it no. is explained by like tsunamis and tornadoes out in the ocean, picking up animals into like no. the air. No. And then bringing no, no, them over no. into... No. Uh, no. The atmosphere and dropping no, them no, no, into no. another uh, town. No, they can't. It is very strange they occurrence. They can't weigh but it in happens. the atmosphere. No, fish can't sit in a cloud. No, but all they're day. so light that the wind, the wind in the air, blows them around. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe it's actually it's a, a real fish. thing. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's as um, real as there's people who report it happening, but there's no video evidence of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The biblical reference, mm-hmm. so, though, is Alenka, in fact el- the rapture, is it not? What are the frogs? No, when do they happen? That's like when crickets is it the frogs or some fall? shit, isn't it? Yeah, locust. Lo- locust. 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 Yeah. No. Lo- locust. <laughs> My delay makes locust. me sound like a fucking what? idiot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nah. What is what? Um. Well, just so. What what questions do you have? I mean, this is a very 
This, this First, movie, let's dissect so what the frogs falling it. from the sky represent. I like what I like what you did there. I like it. Well, it just represents like a strange, like a strange occurrence causing no. like basically a bunch what of. What is the biblical reference are, of the frogs falling? Almost. Oh well, the book, the biblical reference specifically is from the book of Exodus, eight two. And if thou refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite all thy borders with frogs. Oh, lovely. I didn't know yeah. that. Well, there goes, you know, a lot of my theories about whatever this <laughs> But another was. fun fact, P.T. Anderson this movie like didn't 10 actually times know and about that biblical Christian references school. when he wrote this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah. P.T. Anderson didn't even watch it. I just learned. So he didn't watch really, the Bible, I'm yeah. I'm so missed. I'm as misdirected as Alenka is right now. I, I do like your like explainable theory that there was a plane <laughs> yeah. full of frogs frog and there was plane. some sort of shooting. There was a fucking like, like terrorist takeover of a plane yeah. full of frogs. Somebody was what? like, "These are these frogs are going to Trinidad." <laughs> oh my god! Somebody got killed. What? This, that would... <laughs> Not anymore. My delay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. But yeah, the con air of frog. <laughs> oh man i want to see that movie <laughs> what movie yeah, that's it's part of the same universe oh, yeah. Yeah. con air no, con no, air no, no, no. oh i gotta add that to the list frog air, Nick con air would be his a, best really how often frog do air. you guys just end up talking about other movies that Alenka should watch it must be a episode most like, often it's I mean, referenced <laughs> oh yeah but there's yeah. been an occasion yeah. <laughs> Where like a couple guests have gone into a bit more detail than necessary of the other movies, and then I'm like, "Wait, what movie are we talking about?" Yeah, we we stayed on track, Magnolia. Oh, yeah. I think you get it, Alenka. What don't you get? I'm yeah, the realistic component of it, I guess. I'm just, and then everybody acknowledges well, it. it. Was, They're it was, like, it, did I mention it was animated? No, no, <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not animated it's not animated. i would have believed that but like i would say like it's not there's not like a plot to this movie it's about it's a rumination on yeah on loss and love and trauma and parental leave that sounds like people leaving because they're going to be parents i mean that happens like parental absence oh, yeah well yeah. you just summed it up did, yeah. did, you just summed that up that was yeah that's what it's about yeah okay yeah. so send me the link to it because Main i just want to just got it Watch it. I will. I'll send you Santa my link a lot to of it. Things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm confused fun fact, and angry. Uh, P.T. Anderson. This came after Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. And it's the Boogie studio, Nights on Boogie Nights. Man, Boogie Nights is a different Boogie, thing Boogie, about Boogie tissue Nights. and man. Okay. With well, Boogie Nights was it. such a hit that they were like P.T. Anderson do anything you want for the next film. And he was like, well, I got one chance. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime yeah. and frogs. That's, that's Alenka why knows I this movie is a three hour yeah. epic. I'm yeah. so stressed about this fucking movie. I'm not going to lie. I have extreme anxiety yeah, about stressful. when I will Anytime watch it. You look at a movie. Anytime you look at a movie and it says three hours and nine minutes, right? you're like, well, I don't know about this one. I don't think I've even seen a three-hour <laughs> yeah. film. So, I have never sat still for three hours. No. Still. You're doing well. So this movie, I've never finished. I've never finished this movie without getting up. Right. Yeah. Well, that so. makes sense. 
Yeah, this is t- this is difficult. This is not. It's not a, <laughs> you it's watch Magnolia yeah. when you want to have a difficult time. <laughs> you want to challenge yourself with real <laughs> strife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, well, Alenka. What? Um, I really don't know what my rating system for this is, but you usually many... bring in dead children. I do, but there's not that many to go on. Also, with, with this, this movie, movie, there's it's too close. There's yeah. too many like <laughs> too many uh, it feels like a child's gonna die at any second. During it's this it's movie. true. Yeah, I'm yeah. So, so how many sports. dead dogs do you give this movie, no! Alenka? How many dead dogs? Yeah, that's good. I know the image of dead dog. It's not fucked up. We were just like somebody joked about that. This is what somebody I'm gonna like, oh, say. Yeah, kill, kill like a dog, no, but kill a kid, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, no, <laughs> for that. real, it is. Yeah. Kids can die, dogs cannot. I mean, somebody said. Anyway. Somebody said. There should that. be a website um, called everyone, Does the Kid Die." Everyone said that. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Um, okay, so I give this one Christmas tree ornament of a dog and one Christmas tree ornament of a pill, and really no dead dogs, but just or- ornaments resembling what happened, and that way every year they can remember you, it on a Christian holiday. I think that wrapped up quite. Do you put lights around it? Yeah. Well, I'm just offering the ornaments. How you want to decorate your tree is all up to you. But that sounds like a celebration of the dying of the dog. It's a memory. You know what? I'm pretty sure people have pictures of their dead aunts on their Christmas trees. I do not. Not me neither. The movie only the movie gets two ornaments. That's what it gets. Can you tell me why I need to make sense of this movie? Listen, you gave me a poor way to rate it. If it were fucking frogs, I would give like, I would Alenka, give it like. There's something about. No, tell me. Alenka, there's something about your question that makes me think that's the grad school paper that never got written <laughs> that should have been. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. Make me care about this movie. Not that I don't care about it, but why do I have to be the one to tell you guys what it all means, you know? I guess because frogs fall from the sky. No! And we are curious what you think. No, I've, and I've been very explicit that I'm angry about it and I don't understand it. And I would like it if somebody, if one of you really had the answer for me, because you guys are the ones running the there ship here no and I'm just here for the ride. No, no, no. But Alenka, that's why you hate movies like this, because there is no answer to this question. So, no. Alenka, what happened was, is that there was a 747 leaving <laughs> Florida. And it was loaded with frogs in a transport system every year that goes up to Buffalo because for whatever reason, they need frogs. Like a layover in San Fernando. Yes. So there was a... (laughs) I think that makes a lot of sense. So I guess I could part Uh, that. 
I can tell that this is going to be William a movie, put, though. William just put me in the closet where I belong. <laughs> Are you kidding yeah, me? Craig's literally in his closet. William, that was that was a William. slam fucking dunking all over. All right. Uh, anyway, I will say you guys so put it all together was, quite well. I didn't finish telling you about the frogs yet. So Fuck, I'm sorry. You took a fucking laughing spurt. Bad at me. Well, I had to. Will was very hilariously mean <laughs> and true. <laughs> so I was walking. So I was walking. So the, the frogs <laughs> were flying across the country because they had to <laughs> drop some frogs off in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then... When they were over near South California, Southern California, a Trinidadian man <laughs> tried to abduct the plane. All apologies with to the, the people gun. of Trinidad. Yeah. I, it's not you. It's this guy. Yeah. It's this crazy man. God. And <laughs> who just happened to be in Trinidad. And so he had a gun. And he tried to take the plane over. Why? And they were like, why? We just have frogs. And the yeah. guy was like, because I'm going to. It was scary. So then what happened is. The- well, he was an eco-terrorist. They need them for their <laughs> ecosystem in Trinidad. Yeah. yeah. It, it did have enough fuel to get to Buffalo. So, <laughs> so then what happens is the, the man. Eventually, there was a fight. Yeah. And. The gun was fired, killing the pilot, and the plane, you know, uh, exploded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is actually the missing storyline, uh, but he had to cut it out or else it'd be a five-hour movie. Yes. <laughs> and then when this plane exploded, there was a weather event that kept the oh. frogs in the air. Right. And then all day all until day. the evening. Until the evening. Do you when think that frogs would be light enough to, to be kept in the clouds? For this weather event. Yeah. <laughs> Gravity. I like that with anything. When you say it, when you say the phrase "a weather event," everyone's like, "That's serious. That's yeah. real. And it's serious." Yeah, ladies, like tomorrow night we will be experiencing a weather event. It's like yeah. I don't know what's terrifying. happening, but it's it's going to affect my yeah. life mm. horribly. <sighs> what happened to your shirt? You got blood on it. It was a weather event. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah, everybody has an excuse, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's the perfect excuse. Well, why were you um, late? Oh, weather event. Weather event. I oh. like that one. <laughs> well, guys, that was a fucking ride. I need to watch it. I just again, it was, wasn't it? I have. This is going to be the movie I was that I sit to on. That ending. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a movie that I sit on, and I I just have to research extensively about afterwards because I don't do well with these open-ended endings where nothing quite meshes or rather it meshes but it just doesn't make sense it's not that I don't like it I just want theories Will what Will what did you think of Lost Lost. Uh, never watched it actually so it reminds me of Lost in a way because (laughs) the acting like the actors are fantastic and the writing's fantastic so it's like 
It's like decent writing, decent actors, fantastic writing, fantastic actors. And then the whole thing, you're like, I'm not really sure what I got from that. I just know mm. that I enjoyed, I just enjoyed it. And Lost was similar. Lost, like the ending of Lost has, nothing has infuriated me <laughs> as much that I've ever watched <laughs> because I just thought, oh my God, this was a con. Like this was a complete, this was like it as was. bad as a fake presidency. You know what I It was just a terrible <laughs> thing that happened to me. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I just gave my, I gave seven years of my life to this show. And then and there's no nothing. point to it. I was like, why? Yeah, I have nothing. I am no one. ABC yeah. doesn't care about anything. And it's all over. So this movie is similar to Lost with frogs. Uh, with fro- it's, yeah. The movie is Lost with frogs. It's Lost with frogs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I- like magnolia lost with frogs (laughs) the sequel that's the new tagline (laughs) well craig i want to thank you for coming on the show tonight well thanks for having me (laughs) you guys are so fun this is i really enjoyed it and i enjoy listening to the show i've heard a few episodes i'm going to listen to more and uh empty promises i I know that in alenka's uh Alenka's uh, summaries of movies she hasn't seen is going to be golden in those things. So I know. Oh, yeah. We need oh, to keep tabs on that. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for having me, guys. I had an awesome time. Yeah. And uh, if our listeners want to follow uh, you or find some of your stuff. Yeah. I just Craig. like my, in- my Instagram, Craig Fox Comedy. And, uh, you know, hopefully this next year we're going to and be putting out a bunch of stuff and and uh, putting out an album and having some Ooh. fun. Oh yes, I want to be in the audience for that album. Yeah, we'll share I that request. <laughs> I request an invitation. I would love that. It'll happen. <laughs> awesome. Well, Thanks. if you want to follow us, you can follow us at at Haven't Seen a Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and at Haven't underscore scene underscore it on twitter you can also find us on our website haven't seen a podcast.com there you can find the all the episodes and a big list of movies like i hasn't seen it's a lot uh and we'll get through it by 10 years from now i guess 2071 um, also review us no 71 yeah. Two, no 2071 that's what i said <laughs> 1971 we're not going back in time to do the movies <laughs> we can uh, also review us on itunes or anywhere else uh helps out a lot rate us uh let me know what you think or just message me privately and tell me that uh could message me too um, will or that we're awesome even though you do everything they could also contact me <laughs> <laughs> yeah please message alenka specifically that's at alenka dot zach nah. on instagram Please. I don't want that. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, on that note, um, probably adopt a dog and then get uh, pill addiction. And don't give your dogs morphine. That's what the end we were looking for. Good night. <laughs>